Welcome to Maestro's On Air, presented by the Space Coast Symphony Orchestra, recorded live at Maestro's Cafe, located at the Brevard Central Library and Reference Center in beautiful Cocoa, Florida. Maestro's On Air is a discussion of culture, news events, and life on the Space Coast, and highlights the music the concerts, and the personalities of the Space Coast Symphony Orchestra. Today's show features President of the Symphony Board, Eric Lee. Now your host, SCSO Director of Communications, Bill Trudeau. Good morning, everybody. This is Bill Trudeau, Director of Communications and the host of Maestro's On Air, along with Eric Lee, President of the Board of Directors of Space Coast Symphony Orchestra. Hi, Bill. How are you this beautiful morning? I'm great. The weather couldn't be any better. The the crowd's great. Uh, There's a lot of people here. Yeah, quite a a few people. Well, why don't you tell us where we are? We are at the beautiful... (laughs) International Palms Resort in beautiful Cocoa Beach. And it is beautiful. It reminds me, I'm not going to go into detail, but it it just always reminds me of the Castaways, a really, really neat place back in old South Florida down in Miami Beach. Yeah, they've done Um, a great job with this place. We've been here this morning um, doing some interviews, drinking lots of coffee. Lots of coffee. Lots of coffee. You can't buy coffee. You can only rent it. You can only rent it. (laughs) You know, we've been so busy this morning already that we really haven't had a chance to talk about Christmas. How was your Christmas? Oh, it was very nice, Bill. How was your Christmas? (laughs) It was very nice indeed. (laughs) No, seriously, I want to know. I want to pull the curtain back. How was, what did you do? Were you busy? Very busy. And um, for... uh, services on christmas eve and then wow. one on christmas morning so i got about three three and a half hours sleep between um, the midnight mass and then the service uh, christmas morning so you actually did go to midnight mass well yeah i was played you know i had the brass quartet you know playing at um midnight mass so they're very uh, very busy that's good i good, bet things though. were pretty busy and wacky around your house too weren't they well i was a little wasn't my usual you know perky self you know, on uh, Christmas Day because I was so tired from, you know, getting back, you know. So I wasn't my usual perky self. But well, you're perky, you're perky enough today. So yeah, I've gotten some good. sleep the last couple of days. So you're back. I'm, you're, I'm back. You're back in action. I thought you might be getting sick there for a little bit, but you didn't get the same stuff that we've all had. I'm no, just no. getting over it. It's been three weeks. Yeah, you sound much better. Yeah, thanks. You sound much better. I feel better. You I feel look better. better. Thank you. You can't Thank really you. see that on the air, but you look better, so... <laughs> So what did you do for Christmas? Well, I went to St. Augustine with the family, and wow. I couldn't believe how different St. Augustine is during Christmas. Uh, we went on Christmas Day, and, I mean, it was really something. Really? Yeah. Um, Christmas for me has been pretty busy, too. Yeah. Got to uh, play uh, at the church. Okay. Anyways, we didn't play uh, a bunch of different services. We played one, mm-hmm. but... You know, went to church, played the service. We practiced ahead of time. Um, we actually had rehearsal two days prior to that. And uh, so Christmas Day, we all thought, you know, oh, well, let's just go to St. Augustine. Something That's a great different. idea. We'd never done that. That's a great went idea. Went to the Colombian restaurant. And Where's that at? It's in St. Augustine. Right in the downtown. Yeah, the original, I call it the taste of St. Augustine. Anyway, yeah. it's just really, really neat. But uh, the lights were 
really worth going to see. The way they do it, it's different. Yeah, everybody has lights, and you see these things on TV now. Everybody has tremendous lights, and everybody goes overboard. That's the big thing. It is really something to see. It's like a, a dream, if you will. Anyway, they're wow. they're what they call the downtown area, the square mm-hmm. there at St. Augustine, old school St. Augustine. Right. In other words, the old part of the city. You walk through the gates and the businesses, little little pubs and restaurants and shops were just about all open. Really? And I couldn't believe on Christmas oh, Day. That's great. Yeah. And people from all over the world. Um, in fact, you know, at one point, I didn't really see too many Americans. It was like, wow, this is that's pretty cool. interesting. Yeah, the oldest city in America. Yeah. So I'm going back. I'm sold. Yeah. Uh, but that's that great. was really neat. Glad to hear you had a, a yeah. good time. And Things were pretty dead in Merritt Island, you know, not like St. Augustine. Well, you should have gone. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> uh, I had forgotten to get, you know, table. We had a bunch of people over for Christmas. So and I forgot to get tablecloth, you know, oh, like boy. the plastic ones. I bet Colleen was happy about that. Not. No. And then, um, but I knew Walgreens was open. So I got like the last two tablecloths at Walgreens. And then I went over to the other Walgreens in Merritt Island. I got the last one they had. I really needed a four, but we made do with three. So it all worked out. We have like these folding tables. We put up like a big square. So we made it work. Three tablecloths for four. So <laughs> that's, that's that's good information. Good. But for nothing any- was open on in Merritt Island, let me tell you. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. uh, Walgreens, CVS, but they didn't really have much of anything. And, that, you know, some like 7-Eleven and stuff. So you're a fan of Walgreens. Oh, yes. Yeah, I love you Walgreens. like Walgreens. I like you, Walgreens. You love Walgreens. I love Walgreens. Okay, but, well, that's, that's good to you know. know for the service efforts. was really good. The um, clerk there called ahead to, like, Cocoa Beach to see if they had a tablecloth. I was going <laughs> to drive to table, Cocoa Beach to get a tablecloth. You are, can I tell you something? You're a very interesting guy. Well, because I'm because, looking for tablecloths no, on Christmas No, because you love tablecloths. Well, you know, you got these old beat-up folding tables. If you don't put something on it, it's not going to have, like, that Christmas <laughs> look, you know? So I took care of that. That's that's a good point. Yeah. This is going to be fun. I've been having fun here today. These interviews are really, uh, yeah, really I mean, it goes behind the scenes a little. I like yeah, that. I mean, I can't uh, wait. You know, we're doing the putting on the Ritz here at the International Palms. Yeah, on that's New why Year's we're Eve. here. Yeah. Right? We're here to, to promote the putting on the Ritz right. New Year's Eve event. Right, exactly. And the International Palms has been really nice to us this morning. So they got us all set up. We've had lots of coffee. You know, it's great. Yep. I agree. Uh, So we're going to be talking more about that, about putting on the Ritz. Right. We also are going to be uh, talking to uh, or playing some interviews where we interviewed musicians uh, for the Crescendo International Music Festival. Right. That's going on this week also. Right. And then, of course, Out of This World Part Due is coming up in one week. I know. It's unbelievable how much stuff is going on. That's a lot of stuff. It is. There's a lot of stuff going on. Well, the interview with these musicians, I think that's going to be pretty eye-opening to a lot of the listeners. Um, Carrie, of course. Carrie Mormon, our concert master. Yep. He's involved with the Crescendo International Music Festival. Right, and Daniel Ascroft. Right, he soloed with the uh, Space Coast Symphony before, and he'll be doing so again in March. He's a big part of that. And we met two lovely young musicians as well, and you're going to butcher their names now. So, uh. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I think I have a handle on their first names. The last names, I'm not sure. But Hawate Tadesi and Alia, Alia Mandik. 
Oh, that was wonderful. Thank you. You've done a fine um, job. I just hope they thought so. But um, we're going to have uh, a lot of fun uh, going and listening to these people perform as well. Um, right now, I'd like to get to the interview, if okay. we could. By the way, let me remind everybody, listen to the show, because later on, we are going to offer a special discount to people who are listeners of this show right? for the Putting on the Ritz Right, event. only for our listeners. That's right. And we will let you know what that is. But right. you will be getting a big discount. Um, but you have to listen because we're going to bring it up later in the show. You're going right. to want to make, make sure you stay tuned for that. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Um, what we want to do now is kind of set this up a little bit. The person who heads up the... Phoenix Jazz Orchestra. Right, Gary Lestort. Tell us a little bit about Gary. Well, you're going to hear about it in the interview, but okay. he's a trumpet player. He's played with the Stan Kenton Orchestra, which I did not know until we did the interview. So, right, I didn't Which is either. one of my favorite bands. That's, cool. That's and really it's a, good. You know, it's a really great group. This is the same group that was here in July. Did a great concert for us. We got so excited about that. It kind of inspired us to do this New Year's Eve event. Well, without further ado... Let's uh, let's go to the interview. Okay, sounds good. Well, here we are. Um, we have a special interview. Eric? Yes, we have uh, the leader of the Phoenix Jazz Orchestra, Gary Listort, with us here through the miracle of technology. Gary, how are you doing? So far, so good. How about you guys? We're doing really good. Uh, We're over at the beautiful International Palms Hotel in uh, Cocoa Beach, hanging out, uh, drinking coffee. The weather's great. We just took a walk at the property. We're having a great time. And we're really really excited about having you here on uh, New Year's Eve. And we're really excited to be there. And we just saw the ballroom, and they're setting it up really, really nice. I think everybody's going to be in for a big treat. So why don't you tell us about yourself and uh, about your orchestra? Okay, what would you like to know? Well, why don't you talk about, um, you know, your background as a trumpet player, you know? (laughs) I'm always interested in that, you know, being a tuba player, you know, I'm always amazed how high you guys play, you know? Well, that usually depends on how much we've had to drink. That's right. But, um, <laughs> can we no, edit I mean, that out? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So does that mean no, you no, can, yeah. the higher you go, the more you drink, or how does that work? I'm not really. <laughs> Actually, that depends on the situation and, and what we're drinking. Right. But, uh, no, I, oh, God, I hope this is not live. Hi-yo. Oh, no, we're, uh, <laughs> this is live to take. No, it's so. not live, but, but we're not editing it out either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sounds good. Well, honest, honest, in all honesty, once they, you know, once I finally figured out that I was never going to make it as a brain surgeon, um, I decided probably the best thing to do would be to take up music. Uh, <laughs> that was an excellent, uh, excellent decision. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, no, it's, uh, it's something I've been doing and and and, uh, and, and have been in love with for about over forty years now. Wow! Uh, I started life as a saxophone player. Really? And uh, ended up. Like, you know, I wanted to play in the marching band when I was in high school, you know, like every every kid does, because you get to see the games for free. Right. Right, you can watch and, the cheerleaders. Uh, exactly. Know. So, I mean, I, and, and uh, they were a little short of trumpet players, so I started doing that. Uh, 
it's been downhill ever since. Wow. <laughs> downhill. Uh, <laughs> no, I think a trumpet step up from a saxophone, I think, but uh, that's just me. So, you know, oh, being a brass don't player. Say that, don't <laughs> don't you know. say that to my saxophone players. You know. How many piece, um, how many, how, how big of an orchestra? Well, the Phoenix Jazz Orchestra is actually a combination of, uh, of orchestras is what it is. Uh, there are variations uh, of the band. There's the original band, which was an 18-piece jazz orchestra. Wow. That's, and there is that's a, a swing band version, which is what we'll be doing New Year's Eve. Right. Uh, which is, uh, that could be anywhere from 11 to 15 pieces. I believe this orchestra is going to be 13. Right. With a, with a female vocalist. And Phoenix also encompasses all kinds of different things, too. The... Uh, whole idea was to try to create a network of musicians right. uh, that would be available to, to handle any situation. Right. Uh, in addition to, uh, to the big bands, we also have vocal groups. We also have, uh, there's a rhythm and blues band. There's a uh, wedding band. There's, we can do anything from singles, duos, trios, you know, and, and even a bluegrass band. Wow. Depending wow. On, what, on what the client wants. So you have your hands, you have your hands full. No, I'm not, I'm not really. I don't like to think of myself as a leader. I kind of think of myself as a director. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and I mean because, that in a positive sense, not negative. Uh, the Phoenix actually was formed because uh, we wanted a venue to promote live music as much as possible and to showcase the talent that we have here in, in Central Florida and in East Central Florida. And, of course, now that we're involved with the Space Coast Symphony, we also have their resources, too. We, Aaron and, and uh, that entire string section and... Right. And, and all of his players over there, and, and uh, we'll, we'll try to want to get things together as much as we can. There even is a split band version with the string section that uh, that we do as well. Right, right, because you uh, did a great concert with us in uh, July. People oh, really loved fun. that. That was a lot of fun. That was before my time. Yeah, <laughs> I've been here about six months, something like give that. Or take. Anyway. The most, then, most wonderful thing about this collection of players that we use is that, you know, there's, there's no egos involved here. Everybody comes out and plays and just has a good time. Right. And when the band has a good time, your audience is going to have a good time. Right. And you've, got, and you've got some heavy hitters in your band, too, you know. You know oh you're God, you're yeah. modest, but, you know, you got a lot of talent. Well, everybody in the band is, has played someplace, uh, 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 uh uh, Danny, Danny Jordan, for example, is played with the Man Ferguson Band. Uh, my brother and I, we were, we're Sam Kenton alumni. Wow. Uh, El, Elton Reyes, my, my lead trumpet player, is the number one first call trumpet player for all the Latin recordings that go on. Uh, and uh, Barry Smith, with the formerly from the Woody Herman Band, Gerald Stockton, also from the Woody Herman Band. Uh, it's just a, it's just an incredible collection, and we wanted a venue where we could uh, feature everybody. Yeah, it's a... It's a really like an all-star group. What what years were you with the Stan Kenton Band? Oh God, my God, back in the shortly before he passed away. So like so in the seventies, nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah. Because okay. I was, it was funny. Like the other night, um, my brother-in-law came has come to town for Christmas, and he's a trumpet player. And I downloaded these uh, videos of the Kenton Band on YouTube. We were watching mm -hmm. on TV, and it, I mean, that was a great band, you know. Oh, my God, was it ever. You know. Uh, That's one of my favorites because, you know, you got the tuba in there. Not too many bands have a tuba. Oh, yeah, the fifth trombone player, the, the lowest, lowest bass trombone had the double tuba. Yeah. 
And, and we do a tribute to Kenton concert as well. And we use five trombones, but our, our low man has to play tuba as well. Yeah, that'd be great. So what kind of music you're playing for New Year's Eve going to be more like the regular swing stuff, right? Yeah, uh, or again, we can we can accommodate whatever whatever the audience wants to hear. If there happens to be requests, uh, we can handle it. Um, if there happened to be uh, 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 it, you know the, the general bill of fare for the for what you would consider big band music, we have a lot of Glenn Miller things. Right. Uh, we have a lot of uh, uh, the things that account Basie Orchestra that we really right. love to play. Wow. A lot of Duke Ellington things. Wow, it's gonna it's gonna be a great time, you know. And, oh, yeah. and, and everybody that comes out is gonna have a ball with us. Oh yeah, it's a tremendous it's a tremendous group. Like I said, July people just loved it. So I think it's gonna be a great time on New Year's Eve. Oh, we can't wait. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be great. It's a it's a great group. It sounds like oh, a like a real classy event. And I've been looking forward to this yeah, Bill's since been, they arranged it. Bill's been taking oh. dancing lessons, so uh, you know he's, <laughs> you know, he's trying to uh, do the whole swing thing. You know, I don't want that to get out, though. I hope they're going to edit that part out. I just don't want it to get out that I'm taking lessons. Oh, that you already know everything. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys were worried about me telling jokes. Uh, <laughs> well, we just want you know. You just got to keep it on the up and up. You know, you know. Well, we just can't wait. We want to have everybody come out and enjoy themselves, have a good time, and uh, raise some raise some cash for the symphony. And uh, right, yeah, it's, and, it's just, and big... welcome and, and welcome the new year in as uh, as 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 with as much fun as as, as we can. Yeah. Well, we're looking f- we're looking forward to a packed house. Um, you know, we're talking over three hundred people, and the tickets are going very fast. Right, it's going to be a lot of fun. Good deal. So. All right. Well, I think that's about all I've got, unless Bill's got any more. Uh, I'm just. I'm questions. looking forward to meeting you, Gary. I think we're going to have oh, fun ringing in the new year together. Oh yeah. Oh, it'll be my honor. All right. Sounds good, Gary. We'll see you on uh, New Year's Eve. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Wow, thanks to Gary for giving us such a great phone interview. What do you think about that, Eric? Oh, it was great. I loved it. I learned yeah. a lot of stuff. I did not know he was in the Stan Kenton Orchestra. I didn't either. That's he's not only informative, but he's a funny guy. Yeah, he's one he of is, my favorite bands. He's entertaining. He's yeah. very uh, entertaining, very personable. I look forward to ringing in the new year with Gary and uh, the Phoenix Jazz Orchestra. Right, here at Absolutely. Putting on the Ritz, here at the beautiful International Palms Hotel. It's going to be 8 o'clock New Year's Eve. Uh, dinner will be at 8.30. We're having a big buffet of uh, champagne chicken, wow. a London broil, new potatoes, um, vegetable medley. It's going to be, you know, all you can eat. Eric, you had me at champagne chicken. I know, the London broil, though, that's what I'm holding But I was just going to say, you had me at champagne chicken, but I do like the London broil. That's I like what the I'm, sound of that. That's what I'm holding out for. Can you get both? I'm kidding. Yes, it's you, a joke. you can get both. But I don't want to get both. Why not? Because. That's too it's much. It's New Year's Eve. You should I'm, live it up. I'm on my way down. I've been drinking spinach juice, for God's sakes. You, you can live it up for one <laughs> night. That's um, going to be great. The band's going to start playing about 9.30, champagne toast at midnight, and they'll wrap it up about 12.30. Sure. And we, have, uh, we don't have a whole lot of tickets left, correct? No, but we're going to have a special offer for our listeners later on in the show. Right. Righto, as they used to say. Righto. That's right. That's right. Show them my age. That's right. You're doing a fine job. Well, let's, um, you know, let's get to the interview that we conducted earlier this morning um, with, the, with Carrie 
Mormon and our three international musician pals uh, promoting the Crescendo International Music Festival. What do you say? That'll be great. That's um, July or uh, January 28th through the 1st. Right, 28th through the 1st. Which is actually December 28th. December, yeah. I'm getting a month ahead of myself. You know what? I knew what you meant, but yeah, it didn't come out quite right. December 28th through January 1st. It's hard to believe that, you know, we're already looking at January, and there's so much going on this week. There's a lot going on. Uh, But this is just another one of those uh, incredible things that's going on, the Crescendo International Music Festival. Let's let's get to the interview. We're here at the beautiful International Palms Hotel. This is great, and uh, we're here with some fantastic musicians. I'd like to start by uh, saying welcome to Carrie Mormon. Thanks. It's good to be here, Bill. Um, it's good to talk about some upcoming concerts we have with uh, a festival called the Crescendo International Music Festival, and we have some additional friends from different countries here to perform and teach local students. Um, we have Daniel Askarov, Pawote Tedessa, and Alia Mandic uh, from three different countries. And we have even more musicians that are not here today. Um, Daniel, can you tell a little bit about the other musicians that are in the festival? Um, all the musicians are my friends that we met in the previous years. And uh, they are from different uh, countries. And uh, at the moment, they're <laughs> wrestling. And uh, the other people that are wrestling now, there are Lee Young Kim from uh, Korea. Uh, there's Lee Billinger, she is from German. There's uh, Edvaldo Mula from uh, Albania. And Juan Carlos Sevilla. Uh, Sevilla, yeah. yeah. He is from Argentina, uh, Argentina but he is in. He yes, lives here in the Florida yeah. in Florida currently. Yeah. So we are playing all together uh, in the last concert, and in between we are doing division, different divisions of the groups. So these are friends of yours. Yeah. How often do you uh, get to see them or keep in touch? How uh, often do you perform with them? Um, we performed with Kerry and Juan Carlos last year uh, once together. And with my other friends, we just know each other, but we have never played together. It's our first time we play really chamber music together. Is it normally here in the States where you perform or, you know, with these other musicians you're mentioning or various places, what, what? Various places around the world? But I didn't get that question. Do you, do you normally perform here in the United yeah. States? Me, I'm performing different countries. Right, okay. Yeah, that's been, what I, that's what I, I have been in the, the States about 20 times, but um, I decided to make this festival here because I saw I, I have been here a few times, a few years in a row, and I saw that there is an interest in classic music. I decided to make a combination of teaching and a concert, concert with friends of mine that gives an interesting chamber music. That's great. Plus that's the weather is better this time of year. Is, yeah. that's, a, that's a bonus, you know, here it's in a, Florida. It's a big bonus. A lot of people like the weather. You know, I'd switch. I would. I like the mm-hmm. snow. I like it freezing. <laughs> the more cold, the better. See, can, this is not really Christmas to me. You can uh, keep your snow. I can keep this. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Thank you, Eric. 
that's 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 really something. Uh, you're you're a true international musician, mm -hmm. and um, I'm just uh, I'm very impressed. It's very interesting to see how each of us are very different, and even you know if you listen to the languages that we each of us talk, it's very funny. Each of us have at least one language that Azarzo uh, can't speak. <laughs> and it's very funny. Well, Hiwalta, let me ask you. Um, first of all, am I saying your name correctly? Yeah, that was right. Hiwalta. Hiwalta. Oh, okay, you, get a, you get a gold star. <laughs> I get a gold star. That's good. Um, so if you could just say a little bit about you know, your experience and who your friends are, where are they from, that kind of thing. Here in Florida or? Uh -huh. or internationally. Um, so well, I'm um, Hiwata. Was I'm actually half Croatian, half Ethiopian, studying in the Netherlands. Um, but I'm really happy to be here amongst my friends, um, who especially Daniel, who I see so rarely, and it's indeed a special opportunity to to be able to play chamber music with these international young stars of classical music. And yeah, I very much enjoy it, and I'm sure I will enjoy teaching the the local students. If I had it to do over, I think I would have probably preferred to play something along the lines of you know something orchestral in nature, not guitar. Mm -hmm. I play. I'm a guitar player, a guitarist. Oh, okay. um, but I just think it's very interesting what you guys do. You travel. You know people around the world. You get to you know keep in touch and actually have relationships with various musicians. That's great. Um, Alia, what about um, what about you? Hi. So I'm Alia Mandic um, from Slovenia, and uh, yeah, actually the same for me. Just as Hivota said, it's amazing to be here to play with 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 so many with actually eight altogether fantastic musicians. And thank you, Daniel, for coming for. Yeah, inviting. Um, it's it's a really it's a great festival. You know, it's uh, one of the rare things and the amazing things uh, special is uh, of this festival that we were here before the the beginning already ten days rehearsing, um, which is for you know today is very difficult to get this and uh, musicians do they tend to do things very quickly you know okay let's meet for uh, you know very short time and then perform but we are really here working you know um, and it's it's amazing it's really it's getting better and better and can't wait to for the concerts <laughs> well you obviously love what you do yeah and I mean that's that's apparent all three of you um, actually you know because you're the the special guests Carrie loves what he does, Eric does too, but there's something uh, a little bit different. You guys have a little different insight because you're international musicians. Not that they're not. We never got into those conversations, but, but I'm just very impressed. I just think it's, um, it's something unique, and you really have to have a passion for what you do to be able to be serious enough about it to travel the world and perform and teach. I mean, this is really, you know, this is really something. And I think that everybody's in for a big treat. I hope that uh, many, many people attend. I hope that it is so packed that the road leading to the location, what is the location again? Beth Shalom Beth Temple. Beth Shalom Temple. Okay. I hope that it is so crowded that they have a traffic jam outside. How is that? <laughs> we hope and that's so my too. true feeling. <laughs> yeah, I think some of the special things about the festival are that we've been together and the musicians, we've made quick friends 
of us that hadn't known each other before, and now we've had many hours of intense rehearsal leading up to this. So we could put on great concerts of chamber music that you don't see a lot here in this area. Um, what are some of the pieces you're going to be playing? Uh, we play different music, but before that, I wanted to say that also the classes will be open for public. Wow, so, really? Yeah, so if there is somebody who is interested to listen to a lesson, uh, it will be open. And the idea of the lessons, it's not like private lessons that you have one student. All the students sitting in the class and listening to each other, and then the teacher has the ability to say much more than uh, to tell each student the same thing. So it's kind of a workshop, like a master class. class. Yeah, it's a master class, okay. yeah. Oh, that's great. So I think it's a great opportunity for the students. And about the pieces, uh, I tried to find a program that will be very interesting and from different kind of uh, classic music, from uh, the 19th century till the 21st, 20, 20th century. And uh, we play pieces by Haydn, Mozart, Beethoven, as well as uh, Shostakovich, Tchaikovsky, Brahms, and wow. Wow. Borodin, yeah, Mendelssohn. Wow. So, it's, so you're doing really a wide variety yeah. of, yeah, it's very of wide. pieces. And is the thing is that each concert has like something like Mozart, and then we play Brahms or uh, Haydn, and then we play Mendelssohn. So it's, each concert has already... Uh, different kind of music in the same, same evening. I'd say that's, uh, that's, that's really who, who chose. That's really fantastic. You know, having that kind of variety. You know, that is fantastic. Um, let me let me ask you this: um, Is it too late to sign up? Um, it's never too late. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, but uh, since we are, it's the first time for the festival. We were very scared about uh, to how it will work. You, know, you never know. And we are very happy that it's really worked well. And we still have uh, time until Sunday to apply for the festival. Okay. And All we right. have uh, the website. Uh, what is the website? It's right uh, www.crescendomusicfest.com crescendomusicfest.com And then the dates are December 28th through January 1st. Yeah. Correct? Okay. But it's not too late to sign up. Yeah. Until the uh, Sunday morning, it's possible to sign up. There you That's go, That's good Bill. to know. That's good to know. Maybe they could do, you know, concerto for uh, guitar and a string quartet. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be signing up, but I, I know some people that, that might. Now, there, there are really two parts of the festival. There's one for students that can take part um, and learn each day from the international faculty that we have. And that's where they can sign up at the, the website. And then the other aspect is the performances where people in the community can come out. And it's similar to what the symphony has. Mm-hmm. We have a $10 pass to be able to attend one or all the concerts. So a total of $10 can get you into all five performances. Wow. So it's hard to beat that. That's a super bargain. Yeah, it really is. That is that that is great. Uh, where do they get? Where do they? Where are the tickets on sale? Can you tell me that? Uh, there is also you can find all the information on the website. Okay. There, yeah, there is a phone that 
you can call and uh, get the. But do they get the tickets um, on uh, at the you know yeah, via and, the website? And, yeah. And that's really the only location they can get the tickets. Is they, they can get the ticket before the concert? So at the door. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And also, what I wanted to say is that uh, at the last concert, we call it gala concert, uh, we have made some interesting thing that all the students play all together with the faculty members. Wow. Oh. And there is one piece that was written especially for this festival. It's a world premiere. Yeah. Who, who wrote it? A friend of mine, uh, Katerina... Uh, what? Kostevet. Kostevet, yeah. So, uh, and we met a long time ago, and for some... I don't know how it happened, that we decided to make a piece special for this festival, for the music uh, ensemble, for the, all the students. Well, she can actually listen to this broadcast too, depending on where she. Uh... Uh, she is uh, from Slovenia, but she is living now in the UK. Oh yeah, then so, she can listen to it. Yeah, I mean this is uh, this is a podcast slash broadcast. People can hear this wherever they're at, so all your friends can tune in. Uh, um, nice. Just tell them where to go. Yeah, yeah. this right. is great. Right. Yeah. Worldwide. So, is there anything anything you would like to say to your friends? Um, wait, if you like. You, you are the next to come <laughs> to the <laughs> festival. I, I hope that the festival will go well and we will continue with this and then I will bring more and more people to participate with me uh, and teach and play. And uh, I think it can grow more and be a very interesting festival. How did this get organized? Who, um, who actually spearheaded this? Well, if I could speak about that, I think... Daniel mentioned a little bit about how it came to be, but I think there's an even more interesting story. Um, two or three years ago, Daniel came and played a featured solo with the Space Coast Symphony. And after the concert, we went out to dinner. Uh, Eric, you might have been there. I don't remember. And um, Juan Carlos, our principal violist, and I as concertmaster. And um, Juan Carlos said to Daniel, oh, do you like chamber music? And he said, yes, I do. He said, well, you know, if you're ever here again, we should play chamber music. But Juan Carlos thought, this is never going to happen. He lives all the way in Israel. So then after a few months, Daniel contacted us and said, let's do some chamber music performances. Let's do some quartets. And so he came over, we rehearsed, and put on two successful performances. And then also Daniel uh, got to listen to some students in a master class setting, and he realized that there's a need for something like that uh, here in uh, Brevard County. So he had a, a vision for a festival like this, which is fantastic. And it's been something I've been looking forward to for months. Thank you. Is that a good storyline, would you say, Daniel? Um, yeah, it, it's probably what happened. <laughs> is, it, um, is it inappropriate for me to, to ask your age? Um, I'm very young. I'm 21. See, that's... I'm going to tell you, when I was 21, I was not doing anything... <laughs> Near, not even close to what you're doing. This is, um, this is, wow, wow. I started quite early, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the concert is before your time. Daniel's a fantastic violinist, so we're really lucky to have it here. Yeah, I, well, I have here a violin. I've seen pictures of you, by the way, in the office. Oh. <laughs> yeah, if you want to unpack your violin, maybe you could play a short piece or something. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, okay. I'd love that. The majority of the faculty is quite young. Um, but they're really great performers and, you know, at the top of their game. So it's good for the students to be able to learn from faculty like this. Well, I think that orchestral music is alive and well. Classical music is alive and well. It's growing. It's not, you know, it's not something that's fading away. Uh, there's, 
apparently there is a lot of uh, new interest and you know it, it's, it, it makes me happy to, to see that and I think yeah. it's a good thing to know how many young people are involved I'm impressed well especially in our area there's a lot of a lot of classical music absolutely going on. yeah I, I couldn't believe how many musicians on the roster you know oh yeah are, a, are, are, are very young on. people right so, yeah and that um, gives it a, a new life you know to have a mix of ages including young people performing Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this uh, before you get started. I wanted to, um, I'm just curious, how hard is it to travel with your instruments? Because I know sometimes, especially you, I know sometimes, you know, like today, for example, I was asking you, I'll get it, I'll, I'll get your violin. You're like, no, 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 nobody touches my violin. Nobody touches my violin. Um, and I really respect that at the same by the same token, when you go, when you fly, sometimes you're at the mercy of the airline, correct? Yeah, but I'm, since I'm a violinist, it's much easier than uh, being a cellist. Because a cello, it's a big instrument and they, made, they make lots of troubles. But, so uh, you're able to check, carry it with you? Yeah, and put it? Okay. I just don't have another bag. I, I don't take a right. bag to, my, to the plane. But as you, as you said, uh, the violin is always with me. And since it's also, it's not mine violin. I get, I get it from a collectioner. He collects very expensive violins. And this violin is Italian violin from 1733. It is absolutely beautiful. Wow. Yeah, it is. it is. That's older than you, Bill. No wonder you don't want anybody messing with it. No, no, no. Nobody touches my violin but me. Let me make that very clear. You, I'm just kidding, of course. You were very nice about it. But um, I get it. I understand. But, uh, I'm, it's sure, your baby. I'm sure that uh, Alia can uh, tell much more about carrying the instrument. So, yeah, so what do you, what do you all, play again? A cello. Cello. Yeah. So It's not as big as a tuba. Well, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cello, viola, violin. Oh, yeah. you got a Actually, trio, right? the full string quartet. We have yeah. a quartet yeah. right here. The Beethoven string quartet with, that right. we opened the festival with on Sunday. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, oh, so good. traveling with the cello, yeah, it's a very special thing. Um, if uh, when you when you go when you travel with the airplane, you always have to either buy an extra seat that costs mm-hmm. as just as the normal pr- ticket. Or you put your cello in the um, uh, so sort of a flight case and just pray for mm. for the instrument to still be alive when we land. Uh, no, no, so you, no, no go. So do you have a flight case? I for the don't because it's not even safe. Uh, I mean, I know many no. friends and just people in general that mm-hmm. that uh, put it uh, in the flight case and in, and the, the instrument simply so broke. So yeah, you really just have to buy a new seat. I mean, okay. two two tickets. Yes, and uh, right. then. On the ticket, it says uh, Mr. Cello, usually. Um, and uh, the problem yeah, is then many times that uh, the the craft just doesn't know exactly they they, they are counting um, mm-hmm. passengers and then we have delays because there is one person missing and then after 20 minutes they, they realize that Mr. Cello is not actually the person you know and he doesn't eat or something so <laughs> yeah so 
It's very Maybe nice. Maybe you need to like on your. Do uh, you have like a gig bag for the for the cello? Yeah, yeah. I mean the s- hard like case. The, the regular hard case. Yeah. Maybe you need to put like a cartoon like face and stuff on. The, <laughs> yeah, maybe. On the That's top, a great so idea, that way, Eric. Uh, yeah. know, that way, they'll know it's a person, you know, Mr. Cello. <laughs> Mr. Cello. That's a good idea. Have a yeah. face right there. All right, Daniel's going to play a little um, something for us. What are you, What are you going to play? I will play piece written uh, by Niccolo Paganini, one of the greatest violinists in the history. And it, the piece counted as one of the most difficult pieces that was written for a violin. Okay. So it's called Gods of the King. Since okay. at the time that Paganini wrote it, it was a king and not a queen.
That's a lot of notes. That's a lot of notes. Not just a lot of notes. I mean, that's why I play the tuba. It's a lot of talk notes. about <laughs> precision. Pre precision. I think you know. I b always believe that <laughs> we can do much more that we, than we think we can. So it's one of the things that shows that it's possible to do, to do three things with the same time with only four fingers that they are playing. <laughs> yeah. I've never, uh, I've, anyway, I, I've just never heard anything uh, so beautiful uh, with you. one violin. <laughs> and I'm very, um, very happy to have been here and seen it. It's, it's a... Uh, it's a uh, it's a privilege. Yeah, did Thank you see you. the smoke coming off of the strings? Uh, you know, the <laughs> I I'm just wow, that is great. And I'm I'm a musician as well. I'm just not I don't play classical music, mm -hmm. but I'm telling you that that's very impressive. Everybody I know would, would wishes they were here right now to have seen that. Believe me, it's a virtuoso piece, uh, and it's called sh uh, show piece. But uh, the music that we will play, it will be different. It will be much deep, much more deep, and much more interesting and full of uh, emotions. This is more like fun, you know, this Paganini piece. But I've never heard a, a violin played um, like that. Not, that. not like that, all those particular notes all at one time. And only uh, six feet from you. And only six feet from me. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a treat. There is about 15 people who perform it now in the world. And it's very funny that about 20, 30 years ago, there were like maybe one or two that played it because it's, you know, everything has changed and all the technique possibilities that people, you know, it's pieces that people played only at the age of 40 something. Nowadays, people play at the age of nine. So <laughs> everything has changed so, so fast. Yeah, one one really thing that simple. Daniel likes to say frequently is anything is possible. So he always is stretching the boundaries of what is possible musically and um, gets a lot out of the instrument and is, is a good teacher as well. So Well, that particular piece stretched the boundaries of the violin. There's no doubt in my mind. I don't see how it can be stretched much further than that particular piece you just performed. There, there is another few of them, but I will not play it now. <laughs> right, you got to come to the concert to see. Yeah, uh, that's right. Because I remember when you played with the symphony, you did a killer uh, yeah, encore. Yeah, I, I remember. I, I remember played, that was some something too. I played the twenty fourth Caprice by Paganini also. Yeah, that was a that was a killer killer piece. So, well, I got to tell you, uh, it's it's been really uh, interesting, very informative, and, and very insightful. And um, I consider it a big, uh, like I say, a, a great occasion, a big treat meeting you guys. And I can't believe that you're here. And Thank this you is very really, much. This is really great. And we're very blessed Thank to Thank you very have, much. Thank you. You're welcome. We, we're blessed to have had you here. And, Thank you. to much. have you here. You're still here. Um, this Brian, is, the uh, dates are the 28th through the 1st. The 28th through the 1st. And, and all eight faculty are soloists in their own right. And coming together to play chamber music and combining forces, it's what's really exciting. I think for the audience members to be able to see. Yeah, it's going to be great. So do yourselves a favor, make sure you attend. And again, 28th through the 1st. And where is it taking place, Carrie? One more time? The first four performances are at Beth Shalom Temple, which is on Wickham Road, just north of Pinita Causeway. What at, times are the? From 7. It's 7 o'clock. The seven idea is that we start at 7, 7 p.m. But, uh, we have a small lecture 
about the pieces that we are going to play, uh, about half an hour, and then we play two uh, quartets each evening. Oh, Except uh, last night that we play one octet, two uh, short quartets, and we play uh, all together a small orchestra, uh, two pieces. Oh, that would be great. So after the first four nights, which are at Beth Shalom Temple, the final night, which is January 1st, the evening, will be at Temple Israel, which is near the traffic circle in Vieira. So I think a lot of people know where that is. Yeah. Sure. I've been stuck in that traffic circle. I've been stuck times. in it many times. I just keep myself. going around in circles. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And you, what time is the, the gala? Also, the same, also the at 7 p.m. 7, 7 p.m., mm-hmm. okay. Well, thank you so much again for this uh, incredible interview. Thank you. And um, enjoy the rest of your stay here in Florida. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank and you. have a happy new year. Happy. Yeah. Me too. You. We will. gotta tell you that is that was very impressive um not only were they really really uh, interesting interviews but what about the violin that was fa- really what, what something about the violin playing i mean just, i've never seen uh, it's just my humble opinion but so many notes yeah. uh played that way six feet in front of me right i mean you don't Get to sit in front of a violin virtuoso six feet from him watching him play something like that. And make no mistake about it. He was a virtuoso. Is a virtuoso. I mean, that was really something. Yeah. So. I mean, that makes me not even want to play the guitar anymore. (laughs) It was that good. He's that good on the violin. It was really something. Yeah. I'm not going to quit playing the tuba, though. So (laughs) I'm not going to quit either. I'm just being a wise guy. So. But, um, Yeah. The, that was the, really something. The Crescendo International Music Festival is going to be uh, really something to see. Um, obviously, we are here at the beautiful International Palms Resort. Right. Promoting uh, Putting on the Ritz. Yes. On New Year's Eve. And Looking what else f- is happening? Uh, it's a busy week uh, next week. Uh, out of this world part two. Oh, that's going to be really good. That's uh, January 3rd and 4th. I know it's called Out of This World Part Due, but it's the sci-fi movie spectacular. Yeah, that's going to be really something. It's, we did that a few years ago, the sci-fi movies, and it was so popular we're doing it again. So, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be something. Close Encounters, Star Wars, E.T., yeah, Star Trek, Yeah. right? Yeah, I've been helping Aaron um, getting the movies and stuff together. He's going to do like the final edit on the clips and stuff. It's going to be something. How's that going? It's going good. Yeah? I, I because that's little, pretty technical. Yeah. I, well, he does the technical stuff. I just do the, you know, the easy stuff. But, you do the easy stuff. Right. Okay. I was a little disappointed uh, when we, because we've already gotten the music. We're already working on the music. We'll have our, you know, rehearsal, first rehearsal next week. I was disappointed that the tuba solo in Close Encounters isn't in our arrangement. So I was a little bit uh, disappointed in that. But I did watch it uh, last night, the tuba. So I love that. You As know, you're speaking, I'm telling you, I just can't believe how many people are hanging out by the pool today. Oh, yeah, the pool is great. Wow. They've got, like, a couple of pools here. They've got, like, a kitty, like a kitty slide. I'm thinking, like, next week I might, or this, you know, this week coming up, I might uh, go on the kitty pool. You, know, you like the, the kitty sli- pool? Yeah, you know, go down the water slide, mm-hmm. you know, before the event. Cause well, they have water cannons. It's set up like a little pirate ship. Oh, yeah, that's, I'm, really that's what neat. I'm going to check out. Yeah. 
uh, water cannons, rope ladders. I mean, what do they have? I mean, it's it's yeah. neat. If I'm thinking about, about I'm checking kid, in, or well, even if you're not a kid, if I'm a kid, I'm loving it. If I'm not a kid, wait, still if I'm there. Eric Lee, I'm there. I'm I, at the kiddie I'm gonna, I think I'm going to slide into it. Check ins like at four o'clock. I got plenty of time until the event starts to you know jump in the pool. All so. right, you know what? I'm in. I'm going to do it too. You should do it. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, Count it's going to be in. great. How could I say no? You can't say no. It's going to be great. No, and the adult pool, that thing is gigantic. Oh, yeah, it's a huge pool. I mean, look at those people out there. Isn't so, it great? Well, it's a beautiful fun. day. We can only hope it's going to be that nice of the a day. The weather's great. New Year's they, Eve. They have drinks. They're having drinks around the pool, Eric. Oh, yeah, it's great. In well, the pool. Right. I see people in the pool drinking. Well, nothing wrong with that, especially on New Year's Eve. You know, that's why you want to stay here. You don't want to drink and drive. You might spill. So. Right. Well, I'm not saying that they're drinking anything in particular. <laughs> they're having fun, though. Oh, yeah. That's what it's all about, yeah. having fun. Yeah. Now, you know, me, I drink coffee all the time. So I don't, I, don't really, I don't really drink that much. But when I do, I like to have something exotic. All right. What's, what's your drink for New Year's Eve? What are you thinking? I don't know. You've got a few days to think about it. So. Yeah, a few days. That's true. Putting on the Ritz. It's right. gonna be. It's gonna be really uh, something else. Hey, we have been telling people about this special. Let's let the cat out of the bag. What do you say? All right, the cat is out of the bag. Not well, yet, but it's about to be out of the bag. Go the ahead. The cat is about to you be do it. You out do of it. the bag. Our uh, special offer for our listeners. Yes. Drum roll. Can we have a drum roll? <laughs> that is a lousy drum roll. But okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Eighty-nine dollars. Eighty-nine dollars. Ten dollars savings. If you call in, operators and, are standing by. And what are they supposed to say? What is what's, The code word what is, is maestro. 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 You get $10 that's off it. your ticket. So yeah. I call. That's it. That's all you I have to do is hotline. call up and say operators maestro. Operators are standing by, 855-252-7276. Say, I was listening to the broadcast. The code word is maestro. Maestro. I want to get you know the special discount that uh, Bill and Eric told me about. What is that number again? 855-252-7276. Wow. Maestro. Maestro. That's it. That's it. That's 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 pretty easy to remember, I would think. It is cuz we're maestros on air. We thought, you know, want to make an easy code word, so. Yeah, well, tickets are going fast. Right. We want to make sure it's a sold out show. Right. We've got about about a dozen, you know, that we can do the special offer on, so Wow, uh, that's not a lot. So we want to do that, you know. Well, that's a nice way to end the year. You it know? is. It's going to be a great time. It's really, you know, I'm amazed how much stuff's going on. We've got the putting on the Ritz. We've got this Crescendo International Music Festival. And we've got the Out of This World Part Du, which is the uh, third and fourth. <laughs> I like the way you say that. Du. Yeah. It sounds like you say duh. Du. Duh. <laughs> we've got the Out of This World concert. Duh. Du. Part, Part Du. du. Right, yeah. I'm just being I'm being wacky. That's part of your charm. Well, what can I tell you? The third and the fourth, it's gonna be gonna be great. And then when's our next uh, Maestros on air? Well, we're gonna be broadcasting on Friday, January the second. Right. At noon. Right. And or in the in the West, the old west? The old west. High noon. High noon. Yeah, that's high what noon. they would refer to that as high noon. That's right. So we're Over broadcasting Maestro's, high noon at on Maestro's January Cafe. 2nd. Yeah, it's gonna Maestro's. be great. It's going to be great. And you're going to be back in your realm, back right. in your element, having, let me guess, even though it's going to be noon, you're going to have a breakfast sandwich, aren't you? Well, you know, I don't know. The last <laughs> time I was at Maestro's, I had the Philly cheesesteak sandwich. It was fantastic. I want to tell you, 
it was really good. Oh, so boy. I might switch. You might switch. I might switch, but I'm the, gonna I'm gonna put a little Philly, wager on that that you're not gonna switch, ladies and gentlemen. Eric Lee, president of the board of directors of the wonderful Space Coast Symphony Orchestra, is gonna have a breakfast sandwich at high noon on January 2nd. That's just my opinion. Hard to say. Well, I don't we'll know. See. The Philly was really good. Yeah, it must have been really good if you switch. No, I don't. Uh. I think that's right up there with my favorite things over there. Well, anyway, I gotta, I gotta tell you, it's been fun. We've had a great time this after this morning and this afternoon. Yeah. It's been an all-day event practically yeah. uh, here at the beautiful, illustrious International Palms Resort in Cocoa Beach. Right. Want to thank them for all their hospitality today, and we're really looking forward to having the event. Uh, on New Year's Eve. Well, I hope the weather's this nice for New Year's Eve. Um, anyway, this is great. It's about time to wrap it up. This is Bill Trudeau. And Eric Lee. We'll see you, you at, at the, the show. show. You've been listening to Maestros On Air. Brought to you by the Space Coast Symphony Orchestra. Remember, you can support the symphony in many ways, including a visit to Maestro's Cafe, located just inside the main entrance to the Brevard Central Library and Reference Center, 308 Forest Avenue, Cocoa, Florida. Maestro's Cafe serves a variety of coffee and other drinks, as well as breakfast and lunch selections, and is open most days from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. with extended hours on Tuesday and Thursday, closed Sunday. For more information about the symphony or upcoming events, like us on Facebook or visit our webpage at spacecoastsymphony.org. And remember, as always, we'll see you at the show.